Today on Game & Watch It, we discuss the history of video game controllers, according yeah. to us. Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Game & Watch It. I'm your host, Rusty. Objection. RZ here. Objection. <laughs> Pari. Objection. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> this is a point .5 episode, and we will be dis discussing our favorite controllers and all the controllers we've, we've played with. We might uh, reveal our age in this episode. Yeah. Um, let's get started. Yeah. Cool. Get right into it. Okay, the first controller we have is the original NES controller. Yeah, you can get the cable off that, man. Uh, we gotta unroll. My my first controller. As was mine. Yeah. I remember getting my NES when I was three years old. Touch it. Uh-huh. I mm. we we actually we had oh, it when so I was sticky. We had it when <laughs> I was really young because my dad bought it originally for my sister. Okay. So I just always had a video game system in my house. But nice. I remember I'm I'm sure I've said this before. It, Mario 3 was my I'm first trying to game. speed him up with being <laughs> forward, but it's not working. <laughs> hold B. Hold B, hold B. Hold B. Um, yeah, so no, it, 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 that's what my, my first game, as far as I can remember. And I, I remember I used to wake up in the middle of the night when everybody was asleep, go into the room where the NES was and like sneak inside, turn the system on, turn the volume all the way down and just sit there until I passed out. Cute. Yeah, it was awesome. I Oh, God, I can't believe my parents didn't see that coming for me being a gigantic yeah, gamer. Yeah, right? It all started... That was like the age of three when I remember doing that shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember my dad bringing home an NES, but it wasn't complete in box. It was just an NES. Oh, you didn't have the, the superpower system with like the gun and the no, it wasn't in a Mario box. Duck Hunt No, game? my dad just brought the NES home, like the nice. actual console. Like there's no like, box? There's no box. It was just a bunch of controllers. Would he and steal it? Was it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably got it hot somewhere, but it was uh, it was just the box and uh, like a stack of games like this. Okay. And I had Kid Icarus. I had Metroid. I had nice. like all the Marios. Yeah, I fell in love with it. But I didn't really play much. I, I usually just bit on the controller. <laughs> Now, if you can see here, I have my bite marks here. Let's see if my mouth has grown. Yes, it has. I'm going to add a new mark. <laughs> of course. So if you feel, give it a feel. There's a bite marks. No, I don't marks. want to No, no I'm now, good. Yeah, you no. literally just put that in your mouth. Yeah, no. I'm There's good. bite marks all along this. I was oh, a little God. fucking terror yeah. as a child. There's one. Yeah. Now, something else they don't tell you about the NES controllers is that back in the 80s, people's hands were actually built at right angles. <laughs> yeah. Being this, the perfect... <laughs> ergonomics <laughs> i know since then our fingers have evolved to be more rounded yes but. yes yes yeah. very R much rz's so. referring to the very sharp edges of the original nes controller yeah see when i was three that didn't really matter too much but now uh, i don't know i still think most... it's pretty comfortable because really? the edges sit like in my uh what do you call these things fingers, fingers. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the opposite of the knuckle, like the knuckle pad, or I don't even know if there's a word. I'm sure there's a word for it, but yeah, the, it's not in the like the area opposite English. of the knuckle. They they sit very nicely. I think it's a very comfortable controller still. Um, my buttons are a little sticky. Speaking of buttons, we only have the A and B, of course, button. Yes, uh, start and select, yep. and the first directional pad. Yeah, which first is ever D pad. Yeah, first ever D pad. Before that, they had uh, joysticks. Yep, little. Uh, 
Little analog joysticks. Now, would I also be right in saying this is the first time we've seen letters coding buttons, or did the Ataris have that? No, I think this was, actually, now that I think about it. So this is where that, uh, that format came from. I, again, Nintendo innovating throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Something that just became an absolute mainstay in the industry. Yeah. I'm starting to see more teeth marks on the actual controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see those as well. What are you, a rabid dog? <laughs> like... You would chew on furniture, too. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, my parents still have their dresser, and there's bite marks all over. <laughs> Where are your teeth straight? But they're all long. They're all at like a single height. So you can see how tall he was at the time. <laughs> so instead of drawing the lines on the wall, you could just measure Robbie's height. Sorry, Rusty's height yeah. from the bite marks on the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. I put a lot of time on this baby. This is one of my oldest toys. Yeah, and, uh, same. It's very special to me. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. I still have my original as well. But you probably don't have your, your dental records built into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so God forbid if anything happens to you, they'll just come and grab your NES controller to verify. <laughs> exactly. Okay, cute. so uh, moving down the line, uh, we're going to go into our <laughs> Super Nintendo controller. When did you guys get your first Super Nintendo? I got my Super Nintendo very, very late. Like, I it literally, it was like the December before Nintendo 64 came out. Mm -hmm. And it was discarded promptly after <laughs> that point. I was really late on the Super Nintendo bandwagon. So how long did you have it for? Like, I think that, I think that N64 came out like the following March. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, so you only had a year. Yeah. Like I, I, I got mine in, I think, either 91 or 92. So it was like very close to release. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I I think my dad realized how into video games I was at that point, and he, he instantly knew. He's like, "Okay, I got to get this thing." Yeah, I, I think I got it for Christmas one year. It, it got it for a, my birthday. Okay, it yeah. was a very good Christmas. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. And then I fell in love with Super Mario World. Yeah, favorite game. Same thing. Once I get into the controller, so um, it's a lot more rounded. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, kind of kind of shaped after the uh, the NES 2's controller, the dog bone. The dog bone. You're correct. Yeah, it's a very nice feel. It is. I, I I would say that this is where they really started to put everybody's hands into perspective for the ergonomics. Mm -hmm. I just oh god, what I love about the American variant compared to the European and Japanese is that the X and Y buttons were concave instead of convex. Yeah. Where these two, the A and B buttons, were essentially the same shape as everything else across the board with the other ones. But the European and Japanese Famicoms had uh, color-coded buttons. They which did. Which so much nicer. I, I, for, for an aesthetic... Yeah, it's why I got the European version for the, uh, the SNES Mini. Nice. I had to. But just... Having your finger rest here for platformers, the Y to run, which is the new B to run, yep. this was just so incredibly comfortable. It was nice. Uh -huh. And we got new two uh, shoulder buttons. Yep. So they added four new buttons. We got an X and Y button, and mm -hmm. then we got an L and R button. Super cute. <laughs> In case you haven't realized, this, this is going to be a very strongly Nintendo-based controller discussion. Yeah, because I forgot my controllers. At Just set that as a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, Rusty went uh, into his basement and got everything. Yeah. Got a pretty good collection. It's all Rusty yeah. got. Yeah, I also got a... Uh... Oh, going back a step. Yeah, yeah. Let's, go, let's go back back to the NES and let's look at the... And this uh, is the second generation of the NES zappers in the orange rather than the gray. Yeah. Because gray looked too much like a real gun. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Now, this gun... Plain Duck Hunt still feels very, very, very good today. Um, yeah. The technology in this gun is outstanding. Yeah. Like, it still holds up today. It doesn't work on uh, flat screen televisions anymore. Well, yeah, just because they're not CRTs. They don't yeah. show the light as... Yeah, and let's, uh, let's get the little click. Oh, oh yeah. It's a yeah. good sound. It was. 
oddly enough, I never actually owned one of these things. The only time I ever played with it when I was when I, it was when I was at my cousin's places. So a few of my cousins had it. Ah! <laughs> Just like the dog, he just won't die. <laughs> I still play a lot of Duck Hunt. Like every time I, I boot up my uh, old CRT, it still amazes it. me the technology, how good it how, ends how, up. Eighty five. Well, it was the first, as indicated in Splatoon. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the first home light gun. So like for something like mm -hmm. that, that's gigantic. Yeah, probably one of the reasons why the NES was so successful. Yeah. Absolutely. Big factor. Mm. And look at this thing. It's really nice. Yeah. I think the orange just looks better. But oh, also, the orange is way nicer. That's also because orange is objectively the best color. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, they don't make them like they used to, eh? No, definitely not. Sweet. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, so then we're going to leave the 8-bit and 16-bit era, and we're going to go into the 3D realm. And that... Leads us to the Nintendo 64. The abomination that I, we have to say there's always argument of how to wrap it, whether yeah. the X goes in the front or the X goes in the back. X the in X front. goes in the front. X yeah. always in the front. I hated the people that did in the back. So I got my favorite color of uh, my Nintendo 64 controller. Yep. You can see the, the joystick is a little loose here. Uh, as it is for every single N64 controller yeah. ever. I don't yeah. think there's anybody that didn't wear the shit out of their uh, the uh, the analog, not actually analog, which Rusty was totally wrong about. Yeah. <laughs> the analog, yeah. So not analog I think stick. the coolest thing about this feature <laughs> it's is... just blow over that, eh? Uh, <laughs> they added a lot... Of, no, I'm getting into it. The coolest feature about this is they added a lot of buttons. Yeah. But the coolest thing was the uh, joystick. Of and course. I recently found out that it was digital and not analog. Yep. However, it, it is the first joystick to control a character in, in a 360-degree 3D space. Yeah. And you could like just nudge it a little and he'll slowly tiptoe. I'm talking about Mario 64, of, of course. course. Yeah. So this kind of revolutionized 3D video games. It's it's not just that. I mean, don't get me wrong. The joystick was a huge step forward in the video gaming industry. But the one that I think is the uh, the least represented was the Z button on the N64. Yeah, controller. having having that left hand trigger button. Yeah. Bringing in the um, the ability to have just sort of like one dedicated button just for like the trigger, yep. which lives on and now almost every generation since then. Yeah, like the positioning has more or less changed, but having that in there, like for games like GoldenEye, like it really revolutionized shooters. Just having that button there, it's true. On top of that, even games like let's say Mario sixty four, mm -hmm. right? Having the Z be your button for you know your long jumps and backflips and stuff like that, it was completely integrated into the same hand yeah. that you were using to move making it so much easier and so much more fluid for ga for gameplay. Yeah, a Mario game still has not felt the same because of that controller. That controller feels really, really good mm. when playing a Mario platformer. Yeah. I also want to note the addition of the port on the back yes. for memory cards, for yep. rumble packs, yep. for the... Game Boy expansions yes. from Pokemon Stadium. The, the, Game, yeah. Boy, the Game Boy transfer pack. Um, also, just the fact that it like sits so nicely on a table, like the way that like the pieces are lined mm. up. Yeah. There's no question. It is a fantastic controller. But, but I, I think, think the least loved. Oh, yeah. It, it, oh, look, this is the thing. When you're looking at this compared to this, mm -hmm. this always felt in general a little more awkward just because when you are holding it, I normally held it like this where mm -hmm. a lot of people went in the center. So instead of doing it from the sides like you would with the normal controller. You're holding the two outside prongs as opposed to the middle prong. Exactly. And I always held it this way and it kind of made it weird because this was just my general... Instinct. Well, it's just because you're playing it wrong. I was absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I was. But it's it's that that kind of builds into everybody else's perception yeah. of the controller. 
I think this was a great controller as it stands. Not the best Nintendo has ever made, but definitely a great one. For Probably sure. the most revolutionary. In, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it does have its shortfalls. Like, this whole side of the controller gets, uh, like, basically not used for the vast majority of games because yep. especially in that era the d-pad was almost just thrown aside because yep. this new uh directional stick was so new and revolutionary at the time that realistically it didn't need to be a three-prong uh, prong controller but i just love the look at it like it's so iconic and it, i guess to a certain degree all three of us like this is what's hitting us in our nostalgia really because yeah. this was this was the control uh, this was the controller and the system that I really cut my teeth on because before that my video game was still in its infancy. Yeah, I got you on that. But I, I think we need to take a bit of a step back. Yeah, we need to take a step back. Sorry here. Oh, so we're going to go back to the Super something. Nintendo. Um, yeah. this is the <laughs> mouse. Yeah, for Mario Paint and I'm pretty sure Mario Paint alone. Yeah. No, and Mario it, no, Safari was the other one. With the the, the, the bazooka. Yeah, oh, you could control it with the mouse? The no, no, it, it's, it, no, I'm incorrect. It's Mario Paint and Wario's Woods. It was made by Game Freak. And wait, it was wait, a Wario's, Lemmings. Wario's Woods was for NES. No, it's Wario. It was a game made by Game Freak, and it was kind of like Lemmings. And you Weird. would control... There was a cursor on the... on the. It only came out in Europe and Japan. It never came out to, uh, gotcha. to the stateside. All right. Still, though, I... I was going to say some of my fondest memories are with this thing right here. Yeah. Because when I got my Super Nintendo, my dad obviously got me Mario World, but he also got me Mario Paint nice. with the package. So I remember like I played Mario World for a little bit and started playing this and I did not stop playing Mario Paint until like months afterwards. That's all I did. It's 100% making little scenes and like, you know, Animations. different colors of Yoshi's and, and stuff. And, find, Finding the music, finding the uh, the fly swatting yeah, game. That was a great that was game. A good mini game. Yeah, that was fucking fantastic. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm a graphic designer right now, so I use Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign. But this game was like my first Photoshop. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. This is where my roots are. Yeah, for sure. And I'm missing the uh, the mouse pad. If anyone yeah. has one and they want to donate it to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> but on to arguably. Oh, let's oh. move on to the next generation. My bad. Oh, okay. And, so we're um, not going to start off with the GameCube. No, we're going to... I think the Xbox came out first. Xbox 360? No, no. GameCube and Xbox came out at the same time, and that is a 360 controller. But it is still somewhat similar to the... Okay, well, we're skipping ahead a generation. Whatever. We're jumping ahead. Let's just go. <laughs> Fuck. We went back to the mouse. We went back to the zap. Right? Yeah, no, but now we're going two generations forward. It's okay. Okay, well, I guess Rusty wants me to do this because he wants to give more time to the GameCube controller and sweep this one under the rug. No, not at all. It being, like, this personally, just, like, I, I feel like the Xbox 360 controller is probably, like, altogether my favorite controller. Yeah. Like, in terms of just what, it, like, it has everything there. It's got, okay, it's not a D-pad. It's one of sort of the D, Let me feel the that. D face, which is probably the my... The D circle. <laughs> but it's not something I ever use yeah, but no, in it's... terms of the clicky sticks the thumbsticks are at just the right height offset yeah. nicely buttons in clear positions where you could differentiate them yeah. um the godly trigger buttons like yes. nothing like i've never seen anything like that since that are just so perfect for first person shooters and also being able to easily roll your fingers into the uh the bumper buttons along the top yeah um great battery life i still have such fond memories of just like sort of walking by the system holding down the central xbox button to boot it up yeah because <laughs> you know that's gonna take forever of a lot course. of games yeah 
Um, and th this is just one of my personal favorites. Like, great battery life. It even had the integration at the bottom for the chat pad and the headset. Yep. Like, just a great all-around controller. Like, no unnecessary frills as far as I'm concerned. Uh, this is the second generation one that came with the... Um, uh, the Xbox uh, Xbox 360 Slim. Yeah. I had the other one. My one uh, offset is my first generation ones. The thumbstick starts to like just degrade over time. Weird. I found like huh. I don't know if it was just the plastic in them. And like there's big chunks missing from my first generation Xbox 360 controller. Weird. Much better hardware than the system itself was the controller. Yeah, absolutely. I, actually, I do want to kind of go on that point with this generation or yeah. just the off. Nintendo make. Mm -hmm. I don't have the controllers here, unfortunately, but the PlayStation controller. Of course, you can't forget about that. Right? The the first PlayStation controller coming out with uh, just the D-pad, your four buttons, very much like the uh, the SNES, but just shaped more like the N64 mm -hmm. in its sides. So it was a real uh, evolution of this, but then the introduction of the DualShock, yeah. which is, is what I really think made Sony Sony. The two joysticks, implementing that for the first time ever was incredible then you know moving on to the playstation 2 they really didn't do much i think they added uh, r2 and l2 moving on to playstation 3 kept it the same made it wireless and made the two uh, l2 and r2 triggers instead of buttons mm -hmm. and made sure the battery life was only about 10 seconds oh god that was the worst controller for that i remember i had to plug it in at least twice for like a hardcore gaming session mm -hmm. it was intense uh but Ending off in one of my favorite controllers of all time, the DualShock 4. Finally actually changing the shape, staying within the realm of their aesthetic, but making it ergonomically brilliant, having all the buttons in the right places, everything clicky or just clicky enough, except for the four button areas. Mm -hmm. The thumbsticks were very properly set up, although not being offset like the 360, where they are parallel to each other. Yep. Still feels incredibly comfortable. It is my favorite controller. I think almost of all time, there's only one more that will potentially take it over. And that is the yep. GameCube controller. Yeah. Just hand feel alone with this controller is unmatched. I love Nintendo controllers. They're always colorful and childish looking yeah <laughs> it looks like a little fisher price toy you know it what does. i mean yeah. but it was amazing I, it, every piece of this controller was incredible outside of the c-stick if this controller had i love the c-stick but if this had if it had a secondary these, yeah. joystick yeah it a true secondary made, joystick yeah it would have made it that much better yeah it also uh introduced analog um analog shoulder, shoulder buttons with the second stage click that's it yes yep and that was good for Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario Sunshine, where you could actually control the the power of the vacuum or of your squirt. Gun. Yeah, it was yep. great for like like those kind of games, like like let's say like racing games, where you're, or I, I'm I'm remembering the Rogue Squadron game, where you can sort of control your speed by how hard you're pressing the uh, shoulder button. Yep. Yeah. Now the buttons are really mushy. I really dislike the buttons here. Yeah. I feel that B. I don't know if it's just this one or. No, it is just this one. They they should not be this mushy. Oh, yeah. The yeah. wave bird's a little better. Yeah. It's, I think it's just overall wear and tear yeah. for this thing. Let's jump right into the wave bird, a variation of the GameCube controller. Uh, yep. It is the first wireless yep. controller. And well, not the first brilliant. wireless controller. There were wireless controllers before that, but they all sucked. Yeah, first, It was the first, first actual wireless controller first functioning. First OEM 
wireless controller for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. It was just really Oh, yeah, just like, the, the, like it cannot be understated like how powerful the Wavebird was. It was a time when it was like, what do you mean? I could put a blanket over my hands yeah. and still play, yeah. which unfortunately is something that the first generation Switch couldn't do. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it can, now that I, ha- I have to spend 50 days getting it repaired. Yeah. 50 of days. Of course. It's, yeah, they, I think the Wavebird was the best iteration of this controller. There is no question whatsoever. Yeah. And like, here's this little plug-in. Yeah. Yeah. Having the, the different channels, the way that it was set up, they used uh, that radio technology instead of something like Bluetooth or anything like that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Just doing it for the times, making it affordable and doing themselves a huge service. Cool. Yeah. Now another accessory for from the Nintendo GameCube era was the DK Bongo drum. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh fuck, I remember these yeah, things. You can put them in Look front at of these puppies. Yeah. Boop 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 boop. Now these games were made for mostly rhythm games yeah. like uh, DK Konga Beat yep. or Jungle Beat or no no Jungle Beat was the platformer game which I've still yet to play. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a game where you controlled the um, the platform or yeah, like the, through the bongos. Yeah, through the bongos. It's, yep. It was made by the Super Mario Galaxy team. I'm still waiting to get the game. Yeah, and um, and yeah, I really want to play it. There, there were people who were trying to play like real games with this controller. Yeah. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like Mario Sunshine or something like that. Oh. Like, somebody beat the game with the only the bongo controller. Weird. It's very, very strange. I don't know how they pulled it off, or there was other games. I can't remember what it is, but just alone, somebody using this controller as a challenge to beat a game that was not made for it, this thing had a huge amount of appeal. Yep. I just like cool things like that. Yeah. Yeah, also, was, the uh, what's that rhythm, the drum rhythm game in Japan? Oh, Taiko. Takio Master. That, or yeah, 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 that's it. They usually have those kind of big drum accessories that come with their games. Yep. Well, let's not leave out the rock bands and guitar heroes. Of like course. The, the massive rhythm game explosion that happened in the mid-2000s. Yep. Yeah, you got your microphones. Oh, yeah, I got my microphones. Like, my personal favorite is probably the uh, the Hofner Guitar like the the Hofner viola bass guitar oh, for uh, yes, the, Beatles the Beatles rock band. Game. Yeah, nice. That's probably my personal favorite of all of them. I hear yeah. excellent things about like the guitar or uh, the rock band three generation and uh, hmm. even the controllers for Rocksmith. Really? Oh, I mean, Rocksmith itself was actually just a guitar game. It gave you a plug-in to plug your actual guitar into but, the But system. I thought there's actually a unique controller they had for that game Weird. as well. Or am I there, You know what? There might have been. I honestly have no idea. But I do know that you could plug in a real guitar and play. It was That was fantastic. Uh, now to probably my least favorite Nintendo controller. Yep. Yep. Standing by that as well. And... We have the Wemo and Nunchuck. Like, yep. look, look how ugly that thing is. Just look how ugly it is. Particularly this one with the gold mixed with the white. Like it just, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a very weird controller. I, I will say this. Playing it with NES games was still fun. It not fit ideal, well in your hand. It still fit in your hand and it played. I will say that the best thing they made for the Wii generation was the uh, virtual console controller. Yeah. That plugged into the back. Making it essentially a wireless controller that was a part of the peripheral that came with the system. Yeah. I think that was a great idea. So you would plug it into where the nunchuck attachment would usually go. Yep. And you're not spending an extra $60 on a controller. Instead, you're spending 20 So yeah. I think it was a great move on their part. Let's get into the functionality of it. This is yep. a motion control-based gaming mm-hmm. um, made popular with Wii Sports, games like that. Um, it has a speaker built into it for the one of the first times. Yep. 
and they simplified they got rid of a lot of of, of buttons and they made it more uh casual and more mainstream i guess yeah and um yeah why don't you guys like it I just like I, I guess at this point I, I still have a bit of salt for that generation because that Same. that was the one where like that like the Wii generation is why I ended up jumping ship and going to Xbox 360 for a while because like just the games were kind of thin and it just felt like everything had waggle uh, waggle physics tapped on and it just uh, yeah but I, then I they know. introduced uh, Wii Motion Plus which gave you one to one yeah so now you had to have like this extra thing chunked into the bottom of your controller or have or, one of the Motion Plus controllers exactly and by then it, I don't know I just felt like it was too little too late yeah you were gone I was still and yeah. I, I love the Wii I think it's one of my favorite like they're all really good systems yeah that's but, arguable um, they're all they're all pretty good controllers again the the Wii controller, I felt, uh, the one thing I liked about it was the whole starfish mode. That's what started that to begin with. What starfish mode? Like when you just like have your hands like, yes. eh, whatever. Just yeah, like no, but you scroll. couldn't go this far out. You had to be like this far out because the cable had to be connected. No, it's still, yeah, it's a good amount of, uh, of room. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's unplugged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, getting back to my point. That's yeah, nice. it was enough. It was, yeah. it, was, it was comfortable in that sense. I just don't think that they really properly implemented the controls well into a lot of games. Yeah, some there were some that did it very well, but... In some games, it was just tacked on. Exactly. Exactly. That's, it was, the controller itself, I guess, was a fairly good controller. It's just the generation was shit, and I'm never going to have fond memories of that controller. I, I wouldn't even go as far as say the generation yeah. was shit. I just think it's like for Nintendo, is probably the weakest. I don't know, in relative terms, when you're yeah. looking at 360 and PS3, although the Wii sold well, I, I, as a gamer, I can't say that the game... Uh, that's, that's my difficulty, is I just, I understood at this time, okay, I am no longer Nintendo's demographic, I'm going to play something else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what it came down to. Yeah. And yeah, no, I enjoyed it. They brought back Donkey Kong in a long time, made by Retro Studios. That was an incredible game. We got a couple Metroids, we got... Uh, uh, like Metroid Prime, playing this with Metroid Prime, yeah. uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Sure, it did lack dual analog sticks, but it was something different, and it was very successful in my eyes. Yeah, well, it was, it was definitely successful. Nobody's yeah. no, no, success like uh, like like Game conceptually con yeah. Uh, successful. Yeah, well, I will still say that it's Nintendo's weakest era, even in light of the next controller that we're going to be bringing out. Yeah, yeah, which arguably had a better controller in my eyes. The surfboard. Yeah, surfboard. <laughs> the Wii U controller. There's a fucking screen on it. How yeah. about, like, I can't think of a controller that has more bells and whistles thrown into it. Yeah. Like, we have the infrared scanner. We have the stylus that everybody forgets about. Yeah. Shoulder buttons, trigger buttons. Like, it's just, it has everything that it has can, ever been in a controller. It can control your TV as well as the game. You That's can play true. on it specifically. Amiibo support, first time. Rear-facing yeah. camera so you could see your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's... I, I actually really, really like this controller. I, I know it looks obtuse mm -hmm. and huge and ridiculous, but when you actually hold this thing, it is so comfortable. It's surprisingly comfortable considering yeah. how heavy it is and considering what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. I started playing um, Mario Maker with Andy on Wall Jump for mm -hmm. our Twitch channel, and I brought over my Wii U, and he saw the controller, and he just kind of gave me a look. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like... Put in your hands first, then say. And he did it, and he was messing around with it. He goes, oh my God, Ben, this controller's pretty sick. I'm like, I know. Like, it's, it's a good controller. It is. It's one of the first controllers with, um, actually, the Dreamcast controller had the first screen built into it. Yeah. You could control your little chows and that kind of stuff in Sonic. Yeah. 
But this is the first time Nintendo implemented a dual screen system next to their portable systems. Yeah, for, for home. Yeah, and um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. To talk about the Wii U, although we don't have the controller here, there was the Pro Controller for the yes, Wii U. Yes, that is true. That oh, is... I have that. Do you? Yes. Ah, all right. Screw it out. Can you get the Switch controllers and the Switch Pro controllers while, yeah, while sure. you're there? Let's get the Pro Controller in there. So this controller is most notable for having a battery that never died ever. It's true. It was ridiculous. You could play for weeks on end and it would just, it would still have like half battery life. Yeah. It made no sense to me, but I love the, again, the ergonomics of it. I feel the triggers could have been better. The uh, the buttons could have been, actually, no, no. The buttons and the joysticks were pretty good. The triggers, I think, were the weakest part of this thing, but it felt really good in your hands, mm -hmm. very comfortable, very yeah. good to use. Yeah, Nintendo ditched the analog um, shoulder buttons, I guess because they, they stopped making, like, I guess they didn't feel the need for it anymore. Yeah. They didn't make games based around it anymore. Yeah. They only had it in the GameCube era. And it's never come back. Yeah, the trigger yeah. buttons were a little like a little shallow. Like you felt like they could have had like more give to them as exactly. opposed to just the click. And some people don't like the, um, the boobs, the the or the equalized thumbsticks instead of having the offset. Me, I, yeah. I I don't really care about that either way. Like I've gotten used to the offset thumbsticks because it's just been like I don't think it's necessarily ergonomically better, and I don't see why it would be because it's not like people's left hands and right hands need yeah. to have a different offset. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like a, such a great controller and it's just a shame that the Wii U is such like a, a marketing failure that yeah. even though I think it had a stronger selection of games than the Wii did, um, it just Sorry, suffered. Dude, that's a strong words, but well, we could talk <laughs> about that a different episode yeah. and you could see how right I am, but, <laughs> but the Wii U did have new games like Splatoon. That was the yes. first and it utilized the gyro controls in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mario Maker, I still think, is one of the best examples for use of the Wii U gamepad. Yes, for sure. There's no question about that. Just the ease of use of the touchscreen yeah. was gigantic. And Nintendo Land was also a great use of the asymmetrical gameplay that was promised. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Now on to the big one. Yeah. Yes. So the evolution of the Wii Remote has turned into these little guys. Yep. Called Joy-Cons. Share the joy. That's Share it. the joy. And they're basically Wii remotes, but... With really shitty Bluetooth transmitters in them. Yeah. yeah. You gotta put a little sponge in there to get everything working Yeah, there. some capacitive foam to get them to work. Yeah. Jesus. What do you guys think of these? I like them. I like them better in the controller holder. Mm -hmm. I think they're a little awkward because it, with all, a lot of these controllers outside of, you know, your really early ones like the NES and SNES... They all had some form of curvature in the back so your mm. hands could fit in them properly. Yeah. Because they're flat, when they're in your hands, it's not that bad when it's in portable mode. Mm -hmm. That's where I start to get cramps or really? yeah, it's it's not it's not great with my uh, my hands. Yeah, even with the comfort things or with the comfort extensions attached, like I I, I do not like playing in split hand mode. Yeah. In fact I avoid it like the plague. I'm either using the comfort grip or I'm using my pro controller. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I prefer the uh, the lazy hand Starbird version. But yeah, it's just it's just fun. Starbird. Like honestly, a lot of it has to do with <laughs> like know, I'll even avoid just because of what a, what a pain in the ass it is to get these side yeah, pieces off. True. Like they do really? not like the, like these actual attachments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is such a pain to get them yeah, off. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, Jeez. this actually came off relatively easily, but um, like I just find like <laughs> that that just shows how lazy I am. That when I'm playing like a game like Mario Odyssey, it's like yeah. 
I could just take the thing control apart and put the things on, but then I have to take it apart and put it back together, and so I'm just gonna pick up my pro controller, which <laughs> is pretty fucking great. However, it's got some serious flaws. So I don't know if we want to go into the Joy Cons any further, but I feel like for one, I feel like the sticks are too high, or maybe that's because I get too used to these tiny little sticks that you have on the Joy Cons. I see where you're Because I play in handheld that. so much, but the biggest flaw of this nice. guy is the D-pad. Yeah. The D-pad feels great, but it controls like shit, and it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't actually line up. Like I don't know how many times I've hit the side and it does up, and how many times I've hit up and it does the side. Yeah. Like it's. It's, it's pretty... been a Nintendo thing for a while, pretty much since Super Nintendo. Mushy D-pads? Not the mushy. D it's just the fact of the. Um, the actual button triggers being confused when you hit in a certain direction. Yeah. And I think, it, I think I, it's I th just been an issue. Like, if, if you press to the side, but you're, like, let's say, if you're pressing, to, if you're going to go to the right, but your finger's a little bit lower on it, it's going to trigger as a down motion yeah. instead. See, I see the, the, like, I see the flaw when you're navigating menus with the D-pad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in a traditional two, 2D game, you don't really notice it that much. Okay. It works really well. Yeah. Um, so, like, it feels good. But yeah, like when you're navigating menus, which it, is it's, what it's, it's used for in so many games, like in Breath of the Wild. How many times have you whistled by accident when you're oh trying to switch God. weapons? Oh my God! Oh, it's the worst. I, I get it. You. Look, don't get me wrong. I I really do like this controller as an overall. Again, it's very comfortable. The triggers are still a little off, but they're better than they were in the Wii U yeah, they're, controller. They're quite as shallow. The buttons, like, these are some of the clickiest buttons I've felt in any controller of this generation. Yeah. Like, I love this. This definitely has a lot of merit to it. Again, I think it's just the D-pad. I'm okay with the thumbsticks. I'm okay with the buttons. The triggers I can live with. This was a, a huge disappointment. I, I feel like here. it should be a mite better for a $90 controller. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's... Um... That's it for controllers. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about what. Let's just have a final thought of our I agree. That's uh, I favorite and uh, least favorite of all controllers. Yeah. Yep. So myself, I'll go first. I already gushed enough about the Xbox 360 controller, the FPS king. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite controller is honestly the DualShock series. Yeah. I, I there's just something about them that feels wrong in my hands. I haven't tried the P, uh, the DualShock Four yet, but DualShock or um, but PS controllers one through three, I just found that like the uh, the uh, hand grips, I guess you can call it, are useless. Like they don't even touch my hand, so I yep. end up holding the controller with my fingers. Oh, that's weird. And, like okay. it just it doesn't feel right in my hands, and also I guess oh. because of the angle of the hand grips, um, I feel like my thumbs aren't aligned right for the that, thumbsticks. That that I'll agree with for sure. So I end up walking like when we tried to play, let's say Scott Pilgrim on yep. uh, Robbie's PS3. Yep. I ended up moving diagonally when I'm trying to move straight, and straight when I'm trying to move diagonally, yep. and I just never liked the feel of them. They always just felt flimsy. I've always been a huge Sony fan, but I know exactly where you're coming from with that. They, the, the thumbsticks are always an issue, especially because they weren't concave, they were convex. Yeah. So it made the grip of them also an issue. Yeah. They've solved all of that with the DualShock 4, and I guess that's going to segue into my choices. So I am stuck between the GameCube and the DualShock 4, but I think the DualShock 4 has it this time around. Just because it's a newer controller, it has the new button setups. It's obviously higher in technology. What I would love, and I doubt we're ever going to see, is some sort of variant that will have the Z buttons on both sides for a GameCube controller, mm -hmm. and turning it into a Wii or sorry, a Switch Pro controller in this style. So it would have the L1 and L2 with mm -hmm. the two bumpers and two triggers, turning the C stick into another joy uh, joystick. Okay, and I think that might be 
one of my favorite controllers of all time if it ever does come out. But until then, I'm going to say DualShock 4. You can actually use the GameCube controllers as Switch controllers. Oh, right I know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's just, again, the wired or wave bird or, again, the C-stick doesn't feel right. I'm still, I'm staying by my choice with the uh, the DualShock 4. Cool. And your least favorite? Probably the Wii. Okay. Yeah. Enough. I got to say that I just did not get a lot of enjoyment out of it. There's only a couple games, notably Twilight Princess and Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, yeah. that I think really made the experience better. Beyond that, it was tacked on and didn't feel right to me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and Zack and Wiki. Because point-and-click adventures with the mouse. Yeah. Beyond that, there was really nothing else that I, I... I could say that it made the game better because of the controller. Yeah. I think for me, I think like all these controllers, they're, they're all really similar. Even with the DualShock series. Of course. And like I never... Like I've never been picky. As long as like it feels good, I'm happy. Yeah. But I do like these controllers where they make you play differently. So whether it's bongos or it's a touchscreen or an NES app or, or a pointer... So like I'm I'm leaning towards more of like uh, controllers that let you play differently. Yeah, that in makes sense. Ways, and I think I'm gonna go with the Wii Remote because that really? is the one that kind of like changed everything. Yeah, for it a introduced bit of time. it introduced motion controls, which influences VR and the PS Move controllers, and it was just uh, yeah. it was like. I've been playing these games all my life, and the Wii's the first system where I was able to swing a sword with one-to-one direction in Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Or aim, because <clears throat> I hate first-person shooters, but then all of a sudden the Wii Remote came out, and it was just this natural way of, of, of gaming. I will say that, again, for Metro Prime 3 Corruption, I loved the way it played with that. Yeah. It was fantastic. And I think the Wii gets a bad rap because of the shovelware and because it was so popular and because of all the casual games that came with it. Mm-hmm. But you cannot deny that the the invention, or not even the invention, just the, just the, the way they, they used it is why it's my favorite. All right. Cool, it may cool. not be the most comfortable. It may lack a lot of the features of other controllers, but I, I had fun with it, and it's... Uh, it's my fave. Um, my least favorite is. Uh, I don't really have a least favorite. Really? Why do I have to pick a least favorite? Do it. Because we did. Yeah. Yeah. You scallywag. Uh, it's the Xbox controller. <laughs> 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 uh, and on that note. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh... So thanks for uh, listening and uh, listening us to, a, to us ramble about our, our video game controllers and yep. the history of them. Um, you can find us at all sorts of places. Do you want to? Yeah, of yeah, course. Go for it. I'll, I'll make it a little simpler this time. So obviously YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and PodBay. Uh, you can find us on Instagram if you want to see what's happening in our you know everyday lives on a video game uh type-wise basis. And also, we're on Facebook if you guys ever want to reach out to us, ask us questions, give us any criticism. We're always there to check it out. Cool. And let us uh, know your favorite video game controller down in the comments below. Yeah. And until next time... Smash that like button! (laughs) Scene.